Hello and welcome back to the Talking Prem podcast. I'm your host Jamie. With me solo today is Nugget. Nugget, welcome back to the show for episode 24 as we were just discussing. We were. Hello everybody. It's good to be back. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas or a happy holiday, no matter what you celebrate. I hope you all uh, stayed safe and enjoyed yourselves. Feed. I like foods. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what I did. Old Christmas ham. I worked, yeah. so. Ah, so your favourite part was the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll cash it for an extra day off. But, yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't too bad to work Christmas, Eve, uh, Christmas Day. But um, no booth this week. Um, we'd love to tell you where he is, but we're really not sure. So My understanding is he is... Obviously, somewhere in Perth, so bad internet connection over there. But um, no, I, I believe he's with um, his uh, missus and her family to bring in the new year. He stayed well away from Blake Denby, who was also there. He's Jiff and Jem co-host, who is isolating. Is he still isolating? Today is his last day. Oh, that's horrible. So yeah, he, he, yeah. The worst part is we have to we have to celebrate going into twenty twenty one with the release of Blake Denby on the Perth world. So 2021, also going to be a bad year. Come on, 2022. I'm looking really forward to the year 23,000. I reckon 2026 will be good because, I mean, the World Cup's going to be in the US, so I'll be heading over there. Yeah, yeah, that could be good. Could be good. But And I think we should be done with this. Pe- well, we're pretty much done in Australia. We're having a little bit of an issue at the moment. Fucking Northern Beaches snobs. But um, maybe the US will have it under control by then. Hopefully. We'll see. Well, mate, Biden will be in and out by then, so... Yeah, actually true. Yeah, they'll be actually looking to welcome. They'll be new, totally new president. President Kanye. Um, Kanye. Yeah, I, I don't think people believe in him enough. Pre- president The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. You mean Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson? Yeah, that one. Yeah, the wrestler guy. He'll, he'll be the president in four or five, six years. We fucking get off American politics and talk about football for once in our lives. Yeah, yeah, I'm confused enough about them. Um, so yeah, um, this will be our final year show. We'll be back bitter. Ugh, bigger and better next year with some pretty good guests lined up for the first month of the new year. Uh, Matt Derbyshire, call us. Like, fucking call us. He was pretty ordinary last night, not going to lie. I uh, thought he was all right. I thought he was as advertised. He did exactly what I expected. But, hey, until they let him come on the show, until he comes on the show, fuck the MacArthur Bulls. I don't care if we're both from that area. Fuck them. Um, but, no, um, I, don't, I think it's Booth's team, so that's a weird one. Um, He's he as I said, we're all from MacArthur, but uh, I've I've stuck to most in the Western Sydney Wanderers. I don't care if we lose. I I support bad football teams except for Wolfsburg and AC Milan. And I don't really give a shit much about the A League anymore. I was a Sydney FC fan, but money sort of fucking pissed me off, so I've gone off them. Come on, the Jets in the F three derby tonight. But no one cares about that. This is the Talking Prem podcast. Fuck the A-League, the Bunnings Warehouse A-League. All right, uh, we're going on a tangent here, but fuck my favourite thing is the uh, current running Bunnings live ladder, where it's literally just a fucking yes. with the club badge on top. That's probably it's my favourite thing to come out of 2020. I hope they stick with that. Like in the different That's runs, it can be the other team, you know? Like It's good value. It's a real ladder. It, it's accurate too. It works really well. So it's an actual ladder and it's a live ladder. Mm. Um. I guess we'll get into the Premier League because some big results have happened. Leeds are on a tear, kind of. Um, they're winning games big, but they're also getting thrashed massively. You know I who's not winning games? games? Yeah, I was going to say that. I was just about to say that. And, you know, if the guys from the Premier League and Pints podcast are listening, it's Sheffield fucking United. Sheffield are their own club. They're a little club, the oldest club in professional sports, but we are Sheffield fucking United. We're not Sheffield Wednesday. We're not those pigs that don't pay their players. We are Sheffield United. Get that through your heads. It's not Sheffield. It's not offsides. It's offside. Uh, just, I know you're American, but come on. Pull your fucking heads in. I, I like how they've taken the S out of maths and put it in offsides. That's probably my favourite. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's what they decided to put into that. Um, yeah, but you, you do make a point. Sheffield is the oldest professional football team only because Notts County got relegated two seasons ago. Yeah, so... Um, um, I guess we'll get into the Premier League. We'll talk about Sheffield United when we come to it. That depressing heap of unfortunateness that's going on. I'm looking forward to this, but uh, yeah, going through the Premier League. Um, Boxing Day is always a fun time for us. I've been to a Boxing Day game, uh, so that was was a lifelong dream of mine. So I've done that, achieved that. Uh, This year's Boxing Day clash was uh, first clash was. 
uh, Manchester United versus Leicester. Looking a very good top-of-the-table clash, and it proved to be a very good top-of-the-table clash with uh, both teams getting on the score sheet twice. To have Leicester's first draw of the year, two-all draw. Uh, <laughs> first first goal for Mark and Ra- Marcus Rashford. Sorry, um, lovely. Just a subtle assist from Bruno to um, to let Rashford in behind the defence to slot past uh, Schmeichel. And um, I think the stats was in his... 45 games for Manchester United. Bruno Fernandes has been involved in 40 goals. Yeah, he's um. He's he's, oh, I, know, I know you don't like United. I know you don't. Yeah, but I, I, I can acknowledge he is a very good player. I mean, he scored a lot of penalties. But he can assist goals. matter what he's been involved. He but, can assist yeah. goals. He's fucking amazing when it comes to his passing. So I'll give him that. And he has put passion in the jersey again. He fucking he's a very angry man. He he's a very competitive man. Uh, he, he lumps a lot of uh, disappointment on himself and discuss it in his own plays before anyone else as well. But he he's given that United team a bit of a kick up the ass, and they're really starting to move it. He needs to kick Harry Maguire a little bit more. He's to um, kick that defense a little bit more. Fuck! Oh my god, he was dreadful like that first. What was he doing when he fell over in the box and just fucking fell over and then all of a sudden Harvey Barnes has the ball and that's a that's a really good strike from Harvey Barnes to uh, equalise. Oh, yeah. my God, it was a good strike. Yeah, really disappointed with that. But then, um, <laughs> and then uh, what, United go ahead 2-1. Uh, was it Rashford again? Rash- yeah, Rashford again. <laughs> yeah, good in. I, look, I don't like to blame goalkeepers. And Schmeichel is one of the better ones. Yep. It looked really poor. Yeah, he... Um, looked poor. He's been a bit off the last few games. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. He He's usually, like you said, he's probably a top five goalkeeper in the Premier League. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's fucking unreal. But, yeah. yeah, he's been a bit off around this Christmas holiday. Yeah, maybe. Go in, like, then Leicester followed up with another draw against Crystal Palace later on. And yeah, again, he got beaten... Really oddly near stick under the arm, like in a position where you don't really see goals scored. Yeah, I mean, take nothing nothing away from the um the cross yeah. and the finish from Wolf Zaha. That was a really good, well placed volley, no doubt. Yeah. But yeah, it's, well controlled. It's a really, yeah, really odd place to concede, especially when you, he's covered that post really well, and then all of a sudden still the ball's yeah still gone in, and yeah, really disappointing. But then um yeah, was Harvey Barnes equalising again? Uh, no, it was, um, I don't know how to pronounce this, <laughs> Axel Twanzebe. Did I fuck that up completely? It was an own goal. It was an own goal. Axel plays yeah. for fucking United. Yeah, no, yeah, there was yeah. the cross and then Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy had the shot, hit Axel and went in. Yeah, yeah, so that was, yeah. that was the thing. But no, in the Palace game, I think Harvey Barnes did score again. I think, yeah, wow. Harvey Barnes equalised again. Highlights, Harvey Barnes, 82nd minute to uh, get the, another point for Leicester in their quest for Champions League football. They could be pushing title contenders, but I think they've slowly dropped down to – they're in yeah. third, so it's not really that much of a drop. But um, that, I tell you, has dropped off. And I'm not going to say Sheffield United because you didn't start anywhere, so you can't drop off, from, drop off. Yeah. Can't <laughs> drop off from the bottom rung of a ladder. But – um. Liverpool. Liverpool really, really disappointing in going back-to-back draws. Yeah, um, still on top, but... Like, a little bit hard done by in West Brom. I know Jurgen Klopp was a very angry man. Good. <laughs> yeah, he was very I angry. One-all draw with West Brom and then a nil-all draw with Newcastle. So they have dropped major points against two bottom five teams. Two teams that Sheffield United could beat last year. Yeah, last year because you can't beat him this year. But um, yeah. So I think Liverpool, yeah, having two draws back to back to bottom teams has left the door open for United, who have climbed up into second, and with a game in hand, they can't. Even if they win, they can't go top of the ladder unless they win like nine nil. Yeah, that seven nil crushing of Palace really helped them. Uh, yeah, Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Yeah, uh, although losing seven two to Aston Villa really didn't help Liverpool. But um. Yeah, that's the thing, right. yeah, Liverpool are going out and winning games, big, big margins. They've won like three nils, four nils. The four three leads first game was fucking unreal. But yeah, obviously it's only one point goal, uh, one point difference. Um, and then the yeah, the seven nil to to um. They only beat us one nil. Yeah, 
there you go. And you guys could have got a point from that. But um, and then you got United, who yeah, they've beaten. They beat what? Newcastle four one. They beat. Yep. Leeds, Leeds five two. Five two six two. Six two. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, and, yeah, yeah. and they also lost six one to Tottenham. So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. What the go fuck through, is going yeah. on? I don't know. But, and then yeah, but um, obviously United's are the United's winning, but not by big big margins like Liverpool. Yeah, not enough to keep. Well, I mean, they, they're going to keep pace, but the goal difference is going to turn yeah, out. Yeah, they, they need to... I think they haven't... Have they versed Liverpool yet this year? don't think they have. No, I don't think they have, no. They have. So, yeah, they need to... I think... Fair, I know Troy's a massive United fan, my brother, so... Fair, which is right, he won't hear this. No, he doesn't. It doesn't matter what I say about him because he won't listen. <laughs> yeah, sure, listen. yeah, like, on, a, on a, of it to any of the United fans, this is a really different spot for you guys to be in. It doesn't look like the greatest squad you have. I think fucking Fergie had worse squads than this and still won the league. But as a United fan, like you don't really see this team as one that's going to compete or win the league, definitely compete and obviously go for yeah. your um, European competitions. Um, you, again, yeah. So, um, yeah, as, as a team that's going to compete against Liverpool, I don't know if they can, if you can get four, like four points from Liverpool or win in a draw, that's massive for you guys. And I reckon you go, could even, go through. Even yeah. if you take two, if you, if you take a draw both times, it's points you don't lose. You don't drop two then, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, um, obviously, that well, getting ahead of them would be good for United fans. But yeah, it's a, it's a really, really yeah. interesting year this year. I mean, you got Everton who were flying high in first, then they dropped down to like ninth. Now they're back up into fourth with winning four on the trot. You've got Leicester in third. Southampton have I think dropped to sixth now. Yeah, there you had it. There, they've dropped what, off. What, the, were they not yeah, fifth or something like that? They were in the top. They might have even been top three at one stage. Yeah, they, were, they were first at one stage. Yeah, and then I mean they've just fucking fallen off a cliff again. Like, and then, oh, uh, and then um, City down in eighth or ninth, I think it is. But a couple um, of wins. A couple of wins. Uh, the City are in eighth. Tottenham are in seventh. Chelsea up into sixth. Aston Villa have gone from nowhere back up into fifth. I wouldn't say Chelsea up into sixth. I would say they've dropped because they're starting to play like shit as well recently. <laughs> they've only gone up because they got the win and now they've and because both Man City and Tottenham didn't play due to yeah, COVID cases in the squads, which is another big thing. Good. Uh, we're gonna have to we'll talk about that later, obviously, but we'll get into some more fixtures. Um uh, with, you got Aston Villa thrash Palace 3 0. That was a really good performance. And um I mean, what the fuck is going on with Palace? Like they started the year, right? They beat Manchester United convincingly. I think they won their next game 2-0. And since then, they've just been terrible. Like, fair play. You know, getting thrashed 7-0 by Liverpool is a tough one. But to bounce back against Aston Villa, you'd expect something. And to just get absolutely blown off the park 3-0. And Villa had a man sent off just before half time. So, what are you doing? Like, is Roy Hodgson, is Roy Hodgson going to get sacked soon? I don't know. But then they got a draw against Leicester, who are arguably the better team. Yeah. I mean, West Brom drew with Man United and then they sacked Slavin Village, so... <laughs> he drew with Man City. Oh, Man City, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then he got sacked, so... Yeah. Who knows? Like... But, um, yeah, Palace are really kind of... It's it's a really seesawing season for Palace. They're good and then they're not, then they're good and then they're getting a point and then they're on a different seesaw in a different league, but then they're doing something yeah. else. It's, it's ridiculous. Um. And same with like same with West Ham. Like I, I know, I know, I touted West Ham to go down a club in crisis, yep. and then they fucking shut me up. But now they're dropping <laughs> off again. I had them surviving, so. But yeah, no, they yeah, um, don't, don't go at me for having you having West Ham surviving. You had Aston Villa going down in nineteenth. Still a chance, still a chance. We saw what they did a couple of weeks, couple of games in a row. They could yeah, they go down at nineteenth because you guys are going down in twentieth. There's only. T- there's only two 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 positions that they can take now for relegation, but there's still two positions. Although you know the teams occupying them are fucking terrible at the moment too. So Fulham, are they? I mean, Fulham had a draw with Southampton, easily could have won that game. But I mean, when you're in this battle, you need to capitalise on your chances. They had plenty of them, and still, I mean, it's a point to point, granted, but you know. Games like that, as a team, as a fan of a team who is in the relegation zone, I know exactly what um, how important those results are. We actually had one go against us uh, yesterday morning. So, well, when you lost one nil to Burnley, yeah, I don't want to talk about that yet. <laughs> um, 
But, I mean, hey, they're still above us, and at least they, they actually play a football that looks like they could win games. Like, they almost beat Southampton, who aren't a terrible team. Um, <laughs> this was also disappointing for those of us intrigued in the relegation battle. Arsenal 3, Chelsea 1. Seems Arsenal sort of fired back into winning ways. And then what, Arsenal... One Brighton nil. I know that was another relegation battle, but Arsenal yep. two on the trot, looking good. Yep. Fortunately, probably not. Really disappointed, but um, I think yeah, yeah, Brighton. Brighton have been kind of disappointing. They had a two-all draw with West Ham. They need Matt Ryan in goals. All right, <laughs> as as Australians, that's really shocking to us how Matt Ryan has been just exiled from the squad. In the squad altogether, yeah. So, um, other results, you know, City beat Newcastle 2 0. Bit of a boring game for City, to be fair. Um, Leeds beat Burnley 1 0. And as you were saying, it was a typical Burnley result, but um, a typical Burnley performance, really. I don't, know, I don't know what they were thinking, but yeah, it was entertaining football to watch. I think I clocked into like the last half an hour of the game or whatever it was, but then all of a sudden, Burnley going all out attack with Nick Pope up in the box, six foot seven Nick Pope trying to win headers. <laughs> it was it was entertaining. I I was urging a, a goal, and I I think everyone loves to see everyone loves to see the goalkeeper go up, and everyone loves yep. to see a goalkeeper bag a goal. I think there's been a few notable ones. There was the uh, the one I think Benavato against AC Milan, where the goalkeeper scored in the 95th minute to get their first point in uh, Serie A. Then you had the uh, there was one in I think in the Eredivisie, goalkeeper goes up, scores a scorpion kick. That was great. Diving, he goes in for a diving header and flicks it over his head. Really oh, good. nice! And then you, and then you obviously can't forget uh, old mate in the uh, South African league goalkeeper jumps up for the header, misses it, walks back, bicycle kick. That's right, I do remember that one. I mean, it's not a notable league, but doesn't matter. Was a, Everyone loves a goalkeeper scoring a goal as a goal. Yeah, and it's like not like a goalkeeper scoring a goal from like just kicking it up from the goal kick and it gets caught in the wind. It's you know going up for its purpose to score a goal. And, you know, one in a hundred pays off. So It was good fun to watch, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Leeds, Leeds coming away with a 1-0 victory via a penalty. Um, but, yeah, then Burnley going all out attack, which is entertaining to watch. And very unusual for Burnley. Because Sean Dice plays a – he's a great person. I think he's awesome. He's hilarious. But fucking terrible style of football. As we'll get into when we talk about Sheffield United's performance against them. Um, Sheffield United, Neil. Everton won. I think last show I said we'll beat Everton or at least get a draw. We looked really good. I'll be honest. I think we were the better team. But, man, Gilfie Sigginson just popping up. The has-been that he is and gets a goal when they needed it the most. And, and Gilfie pleasures. Gilfie pleasures. It literally, like, shattered me. I was as down as I've ever been watching Sheffield United. And, you know, we've been in League One and struggling. And when that goal went in, it was just one of those, well, you know, there's a point that we've worked real fucking hard for out the fucking window. So, credit to Everton. I'd like to see you win the league. So it's, if it's three points that helps you win the league, that'll be fucking awesome. Um, you touched on it. West Ham 2, Brighton 2. I don't know what the hell is going on with West Ham. I don't know what the hell's going on with Brighton either. Like, they play really good football sometimes, and then they play really shit football sometimes. So yes, I don't yes, they really do. understand. So, um, yeah, there's that. <laughs> um other results, Liverpool won, West Brom won. We touched on that. West Brom getting a really, really important point as it pertains to the relegation battle between them, Fulham and Brighton. I won't even mention Sheffield United in that list anymore. I'm over it. Um, Wolves won, Tottenham won. I mean, I guess it's a fair result. They're both probably similar teams I would look at them as, but I don't know. Tottenham would have probably thought it as two points dropped because they were in the lead for a majority of the match. And, you know, that Wolverhampton team, and there's something special. That Portuguese B team, there's something special. And the fact that uh, Tango Undumbele scored in the first minute as well, I think that's yeah. definitely three points, uh, two points dropped by Tottenham. Well, when Jose scored in the 86. <laughs> Jose, not a happy man. No, no. It, I mean, it just hasn't been good results. I think they've drawn two... In a row now, or three? Um, it could have been. I know they've I had the last game um, was a postponement. Yeah, that's but Tottenham know they've gone uh, in their last five games have won a win, a draw, two losses. One was to Liverpool, and then one was to Leicester. 
And then ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, two nil. But they also had a draw with Crystal Palace. So again, they're drawing against mid to low table teams. Like, yeah, maybe they'll draw with Sheffield United. That'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. But this Wolves team looks good. They're hard to pick, like pick, because they're not always performing good. But even against Manchester United, I thought they were really unlucky to lose. Yep. They were, they were probably the more the more attacking team looked really good. They're really missing Jimenez up front. Like he's yeah, him not being there is really kind of hurting them. But I mean, there's so many good players in that team. Giammatino is probably one of my favorite players of all time, just because you know from when he was at Porto, he was that hard defensive midfielder that knows how to string passes together. And when you watch him pass the ball, it's just beautiful. It has that beautiful whip on it when he's getting around defenders or it just goes straight to them. He's a good pass for the ball, great assist to the ball, good good set piece taker too. He almost set them up for a set piece goal. Unfortunately, nothing came of it. Um uh, I'll get into the next result. Do you got the next results there? You uh, who are you looking at? Um the games overnight. Based- oh, games around- overnight. So the obviously the Liverpool nil all with Newcastle. Yeah, uh, United Wolves was 1-0. You got, I think we've gone through most of them. Uh, Leeds-West Brom 5-0. How have we missed that? That was fucking crazy and great news for us as well. Rodrigo got one of those goals. So, I think that moves three. so we're slowly one getting... Closer. I mean, that's three in the first 16. That's pretty good. Another 16 games, you think you get another three? Oh, he needs to pick it up a bit, but, you know, he's getting no, there. Um, one hat-trick and he's, over, he's on six. A couple of braces would be nice, you know? Yeah. He's, he has been unlucky. He's hit the post a few times as well. He has. He's, which is really frigging frustrating to watch. But um, we just want to, uh, we just want to see a man eat a hat. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's really all this comes down to. We just want to see a man eat a hat. <laughs> We're very simple people. Um, Southampton nil, West Ham nil. Um, I mean, yeah, whatever. West Ham. A point to point, I guess. They were involved in relegation battles last year, so they'd probably be happy that they're not really involved in it this year. Burnley won. Sheffield United nil. I fucking hate Burnley because they play the ugliest style of football ever, and when you let them get a lead, they waste time. They're like the Uruguayan team when they came out to play the Socceroos in 05. They're just disgusting. They roll around. They Nick Pope catches the ball, falls to his stomach, sits there for 20 seconds. What happened to the six-second rule? Like... It's just disgusting. Every free kick they get. I, I actually have a query with that six second rule. What don't give it? Don't give it a name like a six second rule if you're not going to count to six seconds. Because I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. I obviously I went to I went to football last night. I went to the A League yeah. opening, the Western Sydney Wanderers versus Macarthur FC. So yeah, we can go to football, England. Suck yeah. it. But um, yeah, it was just Suck over ten thousand, which is good. Oh, obviously, we're going through a bit of a bit of a spike in the cases, so uh, good social distancing. A lot of people wearing masks, all, all the jazz. But uh, yeah, we had one. Obviously, obviously, uh, the Wanderers lost. I'm not uh, as stated earlier, but Adam Federici, the uh, Macarthur Bulls or Macarthur FC goalkeeper, the six second rule held on to the ball for twenty three seconds. Yeah, it's it might as well not be a fucking rule anymore. If you're not going to call it, like, what the fuck are we doing? That's all. And the rest, of it, yeah, they're just going. Oh, hurry it up! Hurry up! The last time I saw a goalkeeper get done was Simon Mignolet in Europa League or Champions League, whatever, many, many moons ago, many where he held the ball for twenty nine seconds. Yeah, it's. I mean, Nick Pope would have been probably a bit better than that in the Sheffield United game. Like, it's just. I try to like Burnley because you like the story. They work on a budget. Blah blah blah. Sean Dice, he's a funny personality, but money ball. It's the ugliest style of football ever, and just they're cowards. They're fucking cowards. They get a one 0 lead, and they just do everything they can. They dive on the floor. They fake injuries. They are Uruguay 05. They just are. They're just a disgusting team to watch. And I hope they play a team like City and get absolutely throttled like seven 0 because they fucking deserve it. And I hope we survive. Did they versus a team like City and get throttled five 0 Some, I think, I think they did get beat. I think it was five one, wasn't it? Well, uh, if I go to Manchester City and their results. Um, yeah, they lost 5-0 to Burnley. What's 5-0? There you go. Beat Burnley 5-0. Riyad Mahrez scored a hat-trick. It's the um, one thing I hold out hope with Sheffield United is, yeah, we're losing a lot of games. Like, that was our 11th goal by – 11th loss by one goal or less. Well, you can't lose by less. But, you know, we're playing the good teams. <laughs> if you lose by less, you are <laughs> doing football wrong. Yeah, something has gone horribly wrong. I mean, we lost to City 2-1. We 
We lost to Liverpool one nil. We're losing to big teams one nil. We're also losing to shit ugly teams, but like Burnley one nil. But <sighs> it is what it is. Um, Brighton nil, Arsenal one. Lacazette scoring. Um, really tidy finish too. Really, it's a good build-up play by Sarko. Like he's going to yes. be a good player for England one day, which is always positive. Um, and like you said, Newcastle nil, Liverpool nil. So that's back-to-back draws for Liverpool. And there were some games postponed overnight. Tottenham's game. So um, Tottenham, Tottenham versus Fulham has been postponed as a spike in cases in I think the squads or obviously in London. Massive spikes. Man City versus in Aston Villa. Aston Villa was postponed. Because uh, two or three squad members from Man City have the virus. One was Gabby yeah. J. The other one is. Or was it? Was one it was the... definitely Gabby J. Gabby J. Definitely has it. There's, I know um, Walker has it as well. So does Ed- Edison. Apparently has it as well. So there's the yeah, three um, spot, three cases. So yeah, so yeah, that's a that's a big thing. I think um, I want to move on to next as well. Of obviously talking about it, we're doing pretty all right here in Australia. It was US. the Everton City game, not the Everton, Everton Villa. Everton, Everton Villa is the first game that they got postponed. The that was due to the Champions League, uh, City in the yeah. Champions League. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, um, yes, yeah, so there was spikes in, in the cases in, in the clubs themselves in England and something that we don't have here in Australia. And it's something that the clubs did talk about as well. Like, a lot of the European competitions right now are on their winter break. They do that generally over the Christmas period, Christmas, New Year period. I know England... Never did it. The the Premier League never had a winter break, and they brought it in last season at the end of February, when obviously that's the coldest time in England, yeah. having been there a few times. Um, but the discussion was, yeah, the discussion was, do we co- shut down the? I know we don't want to do it, but do we shut down the league for two weeks, let everyone quarantine or whatever? And obviously something's yeah. going wrong in the bubble, because they should be in a bubble. A lot of Australian sports are in a bubble. Even the Indian cricket team are in a bubble. And we're not getting cases inside sporting events. If there's a breach in the bubble somewhere in the Premier League or in English football, you need to look at it immediately. Like, we want to get, obviously, they want to get fans back in the stadiums as soon as possible. They can't do that at the moment because the rest of England is a fucking atrocious. But look at it this way. And this is my personal opinion on what should happen because I know Melbourne, Victoria, Melbourne, Victoria in Australia literally went on lockdown for six weeks. They were the highest cases in Australia when they were getting 800 a day in one city or state. Still half of what America was. Less than half. Like America is getting hundreds of thousands of cases a day. But they, the government went, no, this is getting out of hand. Lock, severe lockdown for six weeks. They had a curfew. No one was allowed outside of five kilometres from their home unless it was for work, and most of them were working from home. Personally, take the winter break now. Fuck it off in February. But take it – I don't care. Even if you use it in February, I don't care. Take the break. Yeah. Quarantine for two to four weeks. Even if you just do everyone. Do the whole fucking city. Do the whole country. I don't care. You shut down everyone for four, like a month. The month of January, done. Closed. Zip, nada, nothing happens, whatever. After four weeks, you can pretty much almost come back with fans in seats. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we did it. Like, we just shut down. Like, the reason why we're having our com- our sport competitions are back with fans and everything like that is because we just did it. We took the we bit the bullet and said, "Ah, oh, fuck it. We're just going to shut down." Look at New Zealand. They shut down for the I think it was a month, and they came back and it was full crowds for the rugby over there. They had massive. They had sellout crowds for grand finals. Like. It just needs to be one of those things that it's going to fucking suck. It's going to hurt your economy in the short term. But if you don't do it now, then the long-term effects are going to be even worse because they're now starting to talk that, yeah, the disease doesn't kill young people at the moment, but in 10 years' time, what what it does to the lungs, even though you're young, you're going to have a problem in the long run down down 10 years down the road. That's going to be where it really starts to affect the people like us now, the young people. Like, Shut it down, get in control of it now, and just let's end it. You can I mean, be it's vaccinating a, people, but virus. It's a living organism yeah. that attacks things. It you wouldn't believe it. Viruses mutate. We've already that's seen why, it. That's why there's no well, obviously there's no uh influenza for the common cold because that's two hundred different variants of the same virus. So you can't just pick it out. But look, I get a I get a flu virus a flu shot almost every two two years or whatever it is. I still get the flu. Yeah, you can still get it. Because it's, it's a mutant. Yeah. And it's going to mutate. It's a living thing. And it's not like 
It's not like something that we can just get rid of. Just I honestly, and this again, this is out, which is my or Jamie's personal opinions. And I, yeah. as he said, it's going to be shit for the fucking economy. We get it. It happened here. We're going through a little bit of a depression now ourselves. That's a short term. Some, some of us have been going through it for 26 years, but that's okay. And, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like it's going to suck. But again, for the long run, you shut down for uh, two, four weeks, whatever it is, to get yourselves under control. You can then come back better. Yeah, you'll have it more than easily under control by then because, you know, it's life is two weeks. On a surface, it's a couple of days. So if everyone's shut down, you're getting rid of it. The people that have it now get over it. They don't spread it to anyone except for who's maybe in their house. Then you can come back and it can be better. It's a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. Like I know it sucks because it's going to be their second one, but the long I mean, in the long run, it's going to be better. You can get back on track and maybe 2021, everyone's saying, oh, yeah, let's get rid of 2020, bring on 2021. But we're still in this fucking shit. This isn't going anywhere. This is going to – 2021 is going to be the same as this year. Unless something actually happens, like America's the fucking same. They're the worst. Like, imagine if it did, that would be great. But yeah, it's what uh, we're at the time of recording this. It's currently four twenty p.m. Yeah, good timing on the thirty first of December here in Sydney. In the, in the yeah. Like, I'm not going to come here in eight hours time and just walk around outside because the virus has magically disappeared. Yeah, we're not going to go to Newcastle next week for a soccer game, football match. And gonna, it's going to be a capacity crowd. It's just not. I mean, it's the A-League. But even if it wasn't, it still wouldn't be a capacity crowd. The virus is still here. It's not going away overnight. Like, unless people actually start taking it fucking serious, like God hope America does, like, and actually just locks down and actually listens because it doesn't seem like their people take that much notice of what the lockdowns do. But UK, you're better. Virus is a host. UK, you're smarter than this. Yeah, you're better than this. You guys, I mean, we are the UK over here in sweltering hot australia so we're kind of it's kind of biased but yeah but you guys i mean it's it sucks man like i mean it didn't lockdown didn't really affect me because i work in the public sector so i had to be at work but definitely affected me yeah it 100 percent affected nugget like he he worked he's a tradie so it fucked up his business massively but you just have to do it because now you then you can get back into into work and life can go on like i remember doing my job at the time of the lockdown it was creepy man where there's usually hundreds close to a thousand people getting on a train at a time it was like nothing it was like a ghost town it was creepy as hell but hey we did it we listened we got through it that's just what the uk and europe has to do that now bite the bullet lockdown get rid of this fucking virus for now get ahead of it break the curve get the back i know they're getting vaccinated over there now but it's not an instant fix you need to break it you need to get rid of it like the flu was bad when it first came into play as long as they don't really do the over-cautious things that kind of New South Wales government's doing at the moment where, oh, we've had yeah. 10 cases now instead of having... The whole of Greater Sydney has to yeah. shut down. like Because of the Northern Beaches, thank you for that. But, yeah, like, obviously, like, we're in very different, very different climates, very different countries, very different politicians, very different demographics. Yeah, but we're, the people, we're, we're the same people. Yeah, like... Yeah, like for us... Oh, we're for yeah. Around the world, not just friends. two bogans from Australia and then one bogan who's in WA. Who, yeah, he's who's dead to us. But um, look, do, oh, do it for fans. Do you want fans back in stadiums? Yeah. Blades fans. We're not getting out of this unless we have fans in the stadium. Bramwell Lane with fans is an intimidating venue to play at. We're nothing without the fans there, without the cop in full voice. Do it for the fans. Do it to get the fans back at football. Like, we're rooting for you, man. We're right on you. Stay safe. But, man, let's get ahead of this. We need fans back at the ground. That Brighton-Sheffield United game, yeah, we conceded a goal, but just hearing the fans go crazy when Danny Wilbach smacked that volley in, it was good to feel again. And then that the very next – I think it was not even the next day, they'd shut – No, there were going to be no fans in that tier of football now, and now there's just no fans in general. And as we'll touch on in our Barry update, things have gotten even worse. So no football. Yeah, just sack – it's it's easy for us to say here, man. I mean, we're in Australia where we've we've done the hard yards and we've gotten on top of it, but fuck, it's just what it's what needs to happen. We need to get ahead of this so that we can have fans back at sporting events and try and get some sort of normality. Normality, yeah. Like, let's get back to normal. Like, well, like, even, said, uh, like a lot. Of, uh, but at the end of the day, as well, nothing's ever going to go back to normal. Doesn't seem it. Big bite. This virus will be around. Move into the new sense of normality. Yeah. Like this virus will be around forever. Vaccines will help control it and help 
you know, limit the deaths and the spread, you know, like well, like we did with the flu, but it's going to be around forever. Like, thanks, China, but it's going to be around forever to all our Chinese listeners, of which there are none. Um, you watch them listen now because they hate us. That'll be great. <laughs> that'll be great. I'll probably end up dead next week. It'll be just Nugget by himself. <laughs> it's probably what happened to Booth. He's probably said something about China. So, um, yes. Old friend. <laughs> take, yes. take the bullet, guys. Like, just... Let's get fans back because it's so hard watching football without fans. Like, America, you're the same. I know we got a heap of Mina fans and American fans listening. Like, just bite the bullet, man. Economy will be fucked for a month, but you bounced back last time. What's to say you won't bounce back again? Yeah. I mean, the American like, economy is always going to fucking come back. It's America. Like, yeah. Like, you're not, it's not like you're the only economy in the world that's going through this shit. The only economy, surprisingly, that's thriving right now is China. So, but they, they fucking bit the bullet. They did. They had a lockdown for almost two months, I think it was. And it was a lot stricter than what any other yeah. any Western country would go through. So. Seven weeks of lockdown. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just what you have to do. Like, the economy will rebound. Like, shit will get back to normal. We had the Great Depression, and it came back to normal. And then we're going to have this awesome thing called the Roaring Twenties again, which, as I am led to believe, was just a huge amount of parties, sex, and drugs, and alcohol. So, you know, that's and your kind depression. of thing. That was at the end of the depression, the roaring twenties. Oh, came. So we're starting with the depression, okay? Yeah, we're in the depression now. Let's get out of this. Let's get to the roaring twenties. Let's make twenty twenty two a good year because twenty twenty one is just going to be the same as this. So. Uh, that's enough political bullshit from us two idiots yeah. from Australia. Um, Booth would have loved that. Booth yeah, would have really enjoyed that. Really have Benji on for this, I reckon, because he'd have some things to say about lockdown right now. So, <laughs> shout out if you're listening, Blake. We know you've been doing it tough for the last two weeks, but you get no, to see your best friend. If he wants to see you tomorrow, he's doing fine because he sent me a dick pic last night, so that's all right. But um, oh, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's, he's doing great. Um, but yeah, moving on. That was our political spiel about our ideas on what England should do because we're far superior. Uh, we're ahead of our, our wonderful football to come back, like fans Basically. to come back. Like we are technically ahead of you in time, so fuck you. Yes. Do what we say. But um, yeah, moving on, Jamie, you've got a very upset, uh, very. Update, which is also upsetting. Yeah, um, after two awesome wins over Garstang and Chatterton, respectively, they're flying high on top on 16 points. The Northwest Counties Football League, this, today, tonight, wherever you're listening, whatever time, on the 30th of December 2020, made the following announcement that due to the country's restrictions around the, t- the government's restrictions on the tiers uh, three and four in the Northwest, the Northwest Counties Football League's emergency committee has decided to suspend the league until further notice. Basically, no more football for Berry, even though they were just starting to get around into good form and start to get some regularity going. Yeah, we're off again. So this is um, it's really scary times for the football league, uh, for the non-league, like the national leagues and stuff like that, because they rely on people being there. They, you know, they they don't have the income that like the football league teams do and the premier league teams do. They need fans coming through the gates, buying beers, buying food, buying tickets and programs to actually get their club running. So another, another lockdown and, and they were allowed to have fans. So I know Barry FC was very AFC was selling out a lot of, a lot of, a lot of tickets selling out their grounds and it was a great atmosphere, but another lockdown for them. It's not looking good. Depending how long this one's going to be. You know, it could be one of those things where they might have to think about cancelling the season. It hasn't been floated out yet, but I know looking at the Twitter chat, you know, in the comment section, as they call it, it's looking like that if we can't get this going soon, that it might have to be just one of those, let's just get rid can the season and just try and plan ahead to start again at some stage next year. But not a good thing for Barry. Um, like I said, playing good, scoring goals, winning games in tight contests. And to have this come out again just because like I, like we said before you guys just aren't getting on top of it over there and it's disappointing because you know we're Barry fans we're Barry mem- members I call myself a part owner you know along with shareholder friend shareholder yeah, a shareholder in Barry AFC um it just sucks to have the, the, the one team that two shows ago me and Nugget were saying hey at least we've got Barry you know our teams might suck but hey at least we've got Barry and now we don't even have that so I don't know what you mean, mate. We're going flying high. We've gone four. We've gone uh, not losing, losing, not losing. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't lost in the last four games to end the year, mate. We're flying high. 
We're not losing. <laughs> we're not losing. <laughs> Fuck. We need that in the intro, don't we? It's just we're not losting. Yes. If, if there's ever like a weekly TV show with a like, yeah, an intro, it's got to be. We're not losing. Or just me raging about Sheffield United games, but you know. or just fucking Ludstrom. You know, and it's okay because he got suspended, so yeah. he's not playing at the moment. So I don't have to That's worry about that. I turn on, I turn the TV on, and there goes Ludstrom sent off. Good old, good old him, huh? He, he's just January cannot come quick enough. Hopefully, he will be gone in January. Wait, January. Oh, that, yeah, my my job's back. The uh, tra- the transfer window opens up on the seventh, I believe. So seventh, yeah. So just six, seven more days, eight more days. Depends where you're listening. Whatever could be tomorrow. Um, as you mentioned, the EFL. We'll just do a quick check of the the table. Uh, Norwich on top. No surprise. The Yo Yo Club. Our former team, Brentford, uh, in second, doing pretty good. Swansea, Bournemouth, Watford, and Reading are the playoff teams. Uh, Stoke, Barnsley, Middlesbrough, Bristol City. Preston and Huddersfield Town are all kind of close to those playoff spots. I mean, so is Luton, but you know, once you get past 12, it's like, what's the point of mentioning them? And as you said, Nottingham above the relegation zone on 19. Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> in 22nd in the relegation zone. Rotherham and Wiccan um, are not struggling, but, you know. But uh, the big news that you probably enjoyed as well, yeah, um, stating that Sheffield Wednesday have again failed to pay, the, uh, yeah, pay their players. So that six points that they got, should be taken off them again. It's very likely because the only thing is with that first time that it happens, what they said was that he paid 10% at the time of payment. And I think it was two weeks later paid the rest of the money. So if that's happened again, I'm not sure if that means he gets out of it or there might be a way to appeal to not get that points deduction, but God damn, I really no, hope that they get, really, they get, get that point. Yeah. Take them off. They'll put them on 10. They'll be dead last. I mean, they're playing good. They just sacked Tony Poulos after 10 games, which Tony um, Poulos was at Sheffield. Yeah, he and he said, he said, we need to get Sheffield Wednesday into the Premier League because they are the big club in Sheffield. And I couldn't have laughed harder. Um, fuck off, Tony Poulos. You just got sacked by the biggest club in Sheffield, like, after 10 games. Does, like, does Tony Poulos still wear a hat? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Well, he has to. Look at that hairline. Like, you can't not wear a hat with that hairline. But yeah, that, that was a long way around to getting that very AFC and no longer playing games. We'll update you guys on Twitter and on the show when they come back. Obviously, they'll probably start with friendlies again if they don't get the league started in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, a bit disappointing because it's really all I've got and now I don't even have it. Might have to pick a League 1 team or League 2 team to just bandwagon for the time being. Um, maybe I'll jump on your brother's team, Shrewsbury Town. Shrewsbury? Or as Aiden Hazard once pronounced, Strawberry? Strawberry Town, yeah. Terrible jerseys, but hey, I mean, might as well jump on. Um, should we do a Scottish Premier League should. update? Absolutely, we should do a Scottish Premier League update with Rangers flying high. Yep, nothing's changed there. They are still 16 points clear of Celtic, which is always good to see. Um, they're both winning, so that's why it's not changing. Celtic do still obviously have three games in hand, so you assume if they win those games, it'll be a seven-point gap, but still, that's a huge gap in a league that there's only really two teams and. It's not like Rangers are looking like slipping up. Even um, overnight's game against St. Mirren, uh, they're probably their biggest name striker, Alfredo Morales, actually broke his seven games goal-scoring duck. So he may be back into form now. Um, and it's not like St. Mirren weren't doing good. They were they knocked Rangers out of the cup uh, like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. So St. Mirren are a pretty good team, team in their own right. They have a really good manager and Rangers beat them. So Celtic has to... It's that time of year. Hope for a miracle. But the way, Stephen Gerrard, <laughs> the way Stephen Gerrard has that team playing is impressive. Not hearing a huge amount um, with the very limited amount that I read and listen to about Rangers losing plays in the transfer window. I know James Tavernier, the captain, is heavily touted with the move to the Football League, possibly the championship. That would probably be where he would be good at. But I feel like with it, for him, this is a huge thing for them to win the league. He may just stick around this year win the league and then leave in the next transfer window. But um, Celtic may lose players because they were very. it was very surprising that they didn't sell any players before the season started. They may still lose some of their bigger-name players who were touted with moves in the off-season. So that could be worse for Celtic. Um, it is really the only way they survive by selling a few big-name players and getting massive money and then buying big players from smaller Scotland teams and bringing them in and then selling them off. So 
it could get worse for Celtic before it gets better. But they are winning at the moment, which is a surprise. Neil Lennon seems to have saved his job. But I still think if he gets to that point where they're not going to win the league, they'll just sack him. They will not care. It's ruthless in Scotland. If you're not first, you're last for those two teams. So. Out, of, out of 10 teams, you, you basically are. If you're not first, you're last. Yeah. I mean, they'll get that second European spot when there's four in Scotland this year, so it's not too bad. But, yeah, unless you're winning the league there for Celtic and Rangers, you're under a shit ton of pressure. So, yeah, I can definitely see him getting sacked if the season goes, you know, quickly. <laughs> unfortunately for him. Oh, not, not unfortunately for him. I mean, it's like the third time he's been there, so you've had your chances. Celtic's biggest issue was when Brendan Rodgers went to Leicester. He yes. He had made that club something special. Only lost to Rangers once in that entire time. And when he left, you know, a lot of people want to go and coach in Scotland, like big names. So you go with what you know, Neil Lennon. Unfortunately, Stephen Gerrard's just a little bit better than him. Um, I don't know. What else is there? I kind of wanted to make this a longer show because it's the last of the year. but We do. We have missed. We did end up missing the uh, A-League intro show. Just uh. Yeah, Work and schedules just didn't line up. We couldn't get it through. But um, the A League here in Australia has kicked off. Yeah. So um, I think the first game of the season was Newcastle versus Western United or something like that. No, it was Western United Adelaide. It was that amazing nil all draw. Yes, apologies. Yes, the phenomenal nil all draw that was classic A League fashion. Outrageous. But then um. Melbourne City versus Brisbane Raw to kick off the second game. Melbourne City getting up 1-0. And then, yeah, the new boys coming in last night that I attended, the MacArthur FC, the Bulls. Local team to me and Jamie, or and formerly Jamie and Booth formerly. Um, getting getting the Bickies over the Western Sydney Wanderers, my my favoured team, as uh, I am a firm, very firm believer of you don't change football clubs. I don't care. You just don't do it. Look, I just don't support anyone. I mean, that MacArthur team should have gone to Wollongong and I would have been all over that. But I, I, I would have really preferred them to go to Wollongong or Canberra. I think Canberra probably deserved it more considering they've got the fucking W League team. And they get a huge crowd to that a lot of the time. So, yeah, it's just the FFA fucked. They're ruining the league. Every fan knows it. It's very hard to be a fan of the A League for those who, you know, aren't familiar with it. It's a, uh, It was good at some stage. There were players like Shinji Ono, the Japanese superstar, Alessandro yeah, we had Alessandro Del Piero. He was here. Something. Dwight York was here at the start. Now I couldn't. Bobby, Robbie, that's it. Robbie Fowler came. He was even coaching here last year. He was the gaffer of Brisbane. Um, I couldn't Casey tell you his name. Yeah, at Melbourne Victory, he was pretty. We had Kevin Musket. As Peter Crouch would be well aware of who he is for those familiar with the Peter Crouch podcast, but we had John Australian legend. Who's Cahill? I wouldn't go that far. And Timmy Cahill was it was done for him by the time he came back. Oh, he wasn't. We had Tim um I honestly couldn't tell you who the biggest name in the league is now. It's probably Milos Ninkovic from Sydney FC, but no one would know who he is unless you know the early. Although in saying that MacArthur have brought in It's Susayeta. Susayeta. For those who may be familiar with Atletico Bilbao, we have Susayeta and Bennett Echeverria. So and they're they're pretty good. So yeah, well, they came on last night, substitute on in, I think, the uh, 60th and, like, 65th minute, respectively. Yeah, yeah. And I said, we are in trouble. Uh, but then I mean, Wanderers have Nikolai Muller, for those uh, familiar with German football. Uh, if anyone really wants to watch something really entertaining, uh, Nikolai Muller scoring for Germany and then rupturing his ACL by kicking the corner flag. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, who who would you think would be? Yeah, who, uh, you can't really... Um, Who's the we got the Swedish striker Olsen? No, not Olsen. Wouldn't even know. Oh, Toivonen. Uh, uh, no, Toivonen's not there anymore. Oh well, he's gone. Fuck that. Who cares? Yeah, he left in the off season. Ola Toivonen. Um, Brisbane Roar's got fucking no one. They've got a couple of Japanese players that are all right, but they're not big names. Basically, yeah, it used to be good. We had the, players. We've lost players mainly because. The one thing I hate about Australian football, it's, it's similar to Scotland at the moment too. You've basically got your two teams and that's about it. I mean, Sydney FC um, just dominate the league. Everyone, you want to play the team, so you go to Sydney. And the one thing one thing that the A-Leagues are really going to struggle with is they have a salary cap. Yep. But then they also have, you can only bring in, what China is doing now, you can only have four internationals on your books. Four international players, yeah, which is just but they fun. don't come under the salary cap. 
Unless you're a new franchise, a la MacArthur, I think they're allowed five or six. No, they've got four. They are definitely four. Okay, because I know the Wanderers were allowed more, but they didn't take them. So. Yeah, you allowed four internationals. One or two can be marquee signings. Um, Which means you can pay them whatever you want. It doesn't correct. So the they cap. don't come under the salary cap. And same with two homegrown stars. So um, Wanderers, uh, MacArthur have Federici and Milligan. Yeah, which I would have gone with Federici, but not Milligan. So. And the other thing is they're expanding too fast. They don't have the TV numbers or the crowd numbers, especially in the so major cities. where these a teams expansion. Yeah, it, yeah, like put one in Canberra, as we said, because it's a whole state, a whole city. They get behind the Canberra Raiders, which is the local league team. They're pretty massive. But no, they put it in the southwest of Sydney, where we already have a team in the west of Sydney. We already te- have a team that supports all of Sydney. And then you have two teams north. So New South Wales, our state, has five teams out of a 12-team league. 13 now. And Melbourne has three teams. There is eight yeah. teams. In the in- southwest of... Australia, you have two teams. Yeah, you have five teams in New South Wales. Yeah, three of them are generally within an hour of each other, and then the other two are within two hours of us. Yep. And And then you've got Melbourne, three teams, all within like forty-five minutes of each other. Yep. Two in the city and one just out west, which is ridiculous. Whereas you know you've got a massive city called Perth in WA, which has a huge English backing, a lot of English expats over there. You could have put two teams there because. They're one of the few clubs in the A-League that actually gets consistent, really good crowd numbers. You have Canberra, an entire city and a state that would get behind the team as they do in Rugby Union and Rugby League. And the W-League team, mind you, that they already have. Brisbane, they don't really give a shit. There's no point. We try to team yeah, up there. I've got a mate who lives in – I've got a few mates that live in Brisbane. One of them is a massive football fan, listens to the show. And, um, yeah, Nicholas Adaman, good man. But, um, yeah, he's he's really disappointed. He's – um. He's a Brisbane Raw fan, has been for since the A-League's inception. I've been up to watch games with him as well. Um, but Brisbane, yeah, because of the lacking of numbers and um, getting bums in seats, theoretically, they've moved from Suncorp Stadium, which is the major stadium in, in Brisbane, which can hold, what, 25, 30,000 people? I think it's like 45 with that expansion. Could have been, yeah. But, yeah, but when you're getting crowds of nine... Nine, it's not worth it. No, so they've moved. They've moved outside of Brisbane, about forty minutes an hour away, outside of Brisbane. But um, so he's one. He's really annoyed with that. But two. But if they end up making finals, which I think they might have a chance this year, depending on how things go, probably not. Yeah. But if they make finals and every and obviously the borders are reopened, their finals will be at Suncorp, which is just so that you don't have that home ground feel because you haven't been. No. There. And for anyone who in Australia who's been to Suncorp Stadium, it's probably the best stadium in Australia to watch any sport, except for maybe Bankwest. I fucking thoroughly agree. Yeah, obviously I've been to Bankwest Stadium, which is the home of the Western Sydney Wanderers in Parramatta. I've been there during a derby. like, And I'm not going to say, and I'm going out here and saying this as well, East versus West, Western Sydney versus Sydney FC, that's a derby. You think West versus (laughs) slightly Southwest. Yeah. Is not a dime. That's nothing. That's an inconvenience. Yes. I mean, oh, I, and now people are going to come at me. I you know saying, "Oh, well, Macarthur won." I'm like, yeah, "Good on him." What a. It doesn't matter. Like it's... you, you're right. This isn't like you know in England you've got your local rivalries because you, you're so close together. That's not like that here. Sydney yep. FC until the Wanderers came in, their biggest rivals were Melbourne, which is an eight-hour car trip south, and it was based on performance. They're the two biggest was, clubs in the country. Exactly. Uh, so, let's put it this way. The Western Sydney derby, so Western Sydney Wanderers versus MacArthur FC, I'm going to put it on the level of Merseyside. Doesn't fucking matter. Uh, but it's fierce. I'd put it on the level of like... What, Palace and Fulham? Yeah, like it's just no one cares. Like it's just a derby because they're close to each other. Like there was no fierceness between the players like you know when the sydney play the wanderers there's hard there's, the tackles are crazy when that's sydney play victory there's it's it's feisty when you guys play victory it's feisty last night's game might as well just been like a fucking trial game like we say that no now. realistically it was actually a very entertaining game to watch as well it was, it was, probably, it was one very of the better games we've seen in a few years both was, teams were beating burnley yes both teams would have absolutely belted sheffield as well you know, we we defend well. We don't attack good, but we defend. We would have got a draw. I'll put it that way. We would have got a draw. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I'd probably take that. I'd probably take that. Oh, you may have beaten the Wanderers because we're bad at football. But as I said, yeah, look, <laughs> yeah. West versus Southwest. Yeah, it's, as James said, it's an inconvenience. Like, look, it might come over time, 
but it's not going to come because you're close to each other. It'll come because MacArthur's competitive, the Wanderers are competitive, and there's really hard-fought games and you've played each other in finals and meaningful games. It's not going to come just because, oh, they're just 45 minutes down the road, so, hey, it's a derby. No. Like the Mariners and Newcastle, that's kind of a local derby because they're away from everything else, but it's also very... Like heated. You ask Nick, we'll, we'll ask Nick Montgomery actually when we have him on um, yeah, towards the end of January what it was like playing in, in an F3 derby, which is tonight, because he's played in them and he is a hard player. They were derbies. It's just like they try to make Perth and Wellington a derby. Because they're the that's, furthest teams apart. That's good value. That's a good value derby. Is it? <laughs> banter derby. Does anyone care? It's more banter on Twitter. Like, it's yeah, not really absolutely. Like, yeah, it's not a derby. Just called the distance derby because yeah, as Jamie said, there is literally the west coast of Australia versus New Zealand. Yeah, which is like what a four-hour plane ride, three and a half, four-hour east of Sydney where we are. So yeah, like, and really, there's no competition because if Wellington's playing in Perth, Perth's going to win because they've had a like a twelve-hour flight, and if Perth's playing in Wellington, it's Wellington's going to win because it's a twelve-hour flight. You just and you're going ahead for five hours. Yeah, three than two, yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's just the way we do things over here is fucking stupid. But the FFA's ruined the league. I've said it many times before. I think it'll be dead in three years unless some serious shake-up happens because their TV right field was nothing. There's no money. unless they. The only thing they can do is get rid of the cap because then the big clubs, Sydney FC, Victory, Melbourne City, Perth, the Wanderers. Get some private ownership, start spending it. Obviously, what you should do, and this is, again, our personal opinions, scrap the cap, bring in the private ownership, start spending the money, and then if it gets out of hand like China did, you slow it down. You just put smaller restrictions on, like, international players. Like, if your whole squad of 25, I think it's 23, if there's 17 internationals, then you've got a problem. Maybe put a cap of 10. You can't have more than 50% of your squad being from overseas. But at the, at the way they run it at the moment, it's not working. The TV money's not there. The fans aren't there because who are you going to see? I remember going to watch Sydney FC play away. Every game we went to, there was huge crowds because they wanted to see Del Piero. When, wherever the Wanderers went with Shinji Ono, all the Japanese fans came out because they wanted to see the, the superstar of, of Japan. Like, you, you don't have any players like that anymore. I'm no. going to go to a game, watch my team in Perth play Sydney FC and watch them get beat by Sydney because they're just a well-coached team. And, you know, they've been together as they are pretty much for six years. Like, it's just not fun. But, hey, oh, shit, you know, Oscar is playing for the Western Sydney Wanderers. I'll fly up to Sydney to go watch them play. I'd love I to see my them. team play against them. I went out and watched... Um... Obviously, the Asian Champions League game when the Wanderers were last in that at Campbelltown Stadium, which is ironically the home of the MacArthur Bulls. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was Western Sydney Wanderers versus um, Guangzhou or whatever Guangzhou, the Chinese team. That has yeah. Oscar, that had Hulk, that had um, Anderson Talisca or whatever. Like big name play. Plays. Yeah. And you go see that because you want to see the best play. At the moment, we're probably going to get Cristiano Ronaldo come out here when he's 44. Like, It'll be like the Sydney Blue Sox in baseball here. They have ex-Red Sox player Manny Ramirez. He's almost 50. Like, seriously, who cares? Like, but it was a big thing for, the, for, for them as well. And that actually drew crowds. Like, fucking unbelievably drew crowds. Because he's, well, he's a big-name player. He's uh, well, if you know the sport, obviously. Yeah. You know the but, like, at the moment, you don't have Marquis. Like, there's a couple of Japanese national team players playing up for Brisbane. But they're not, you know, they're not Keisuke Honda. They're not Shinji Ono. They're not, act, like... Um, the Manchester United play Shinji Kagawa, or whatever his name was. His name Kagawa. is his name still is Shinji Kagawa. Okay, so I got that right. That's awesome. Um, but like, they're not big names like that. They're just you know players that are in and out of the yeah, squad. The moment, uh, yeah, Wanderers marquee signings. Um, Nikolai Muller played for Eintracht Frankfurt, and then Graham Dorrance, who played for West Bromwich Albion in the Premier League, who we could probably maybe get a get as a guest. But he also played for Celtic, so this could be good for us. But yeah, Graham Dorrance is a key midfield signing. But, he um, also yeah. got Fox, who was terrible, but has played. For, He's not even um, player. Leave him alone. Shut up. No, I would not. <laughs> and Nick Montgomery wasn't amazing when he came to the Mariners, but I just think because the league's just not fierce. You know, you don't have to win. Like the, that's another thing. The prize money for winning is just fucking nothing. Yeah, like he's not here. We've got the A League. That's our national league. We've got no A League too. There's no second division. Is the National Premier League, and every state has their own National Premier League. I'd rather go watch that because it's cheap. No, no, no. Here's, here's your idea: you have your top, your, your A League teams, whatever. You have your National Premier League teams. Winners of the National Premier League versus your A League club. There you go, a champion competition. Yeah, if you fucking win, 
well, you wouldn't believe it. Your A-League team is out. You're in. That's hard, but because what if they what if they beat Adelaide? Like, say, Adelaide City play Adelaide United in the final of that Champions Cup. Adelaide got to the final, and now you... No, 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 there is no final. Fuck that. Who cares? You're Are playing you talking like... So just the one winner of the A-League. So Sydney FC won the no, 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 last season. You really got your loser of the A-League. So dead last. Okay, yeah, I get that. I get that. So A relegation. So, yeah, you've got the five or whatever, six, whatever, how many states or territories we have, whatever, have our MPLs, five or six, whatever it is. Have them oh, in a okay. playoff. Winner. Winner, yeah. Yeah, but winner versus your loser of the A-League. Yeah, so like like they have in the Bundesliga, the playoffs. Yes. There's the one team that automatically goes down, then the second relegation spot plays off against the top team in that bottom division, yep. and the winner gets to stay up. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It just... Yeah. It could be hard because you know you might lose. Yeah, absolutely, it's definitely hard. And statistic-wise, United, like put it now, the Mariners are coming dead last. So it wouldn't be a huge issue if the Mariners play the winner of that competition between the MPL teams and say it's who's good. South, not South Melbourne. Forest Green in Melbourne. They play the Mariners, beat the Mariners. They come in. So now you have four teams in Melbourne, four teams in Sydney. The Mariners are irrelevant, so they just drop back to what the MPL now. I mean, it would build numbers in the MPL, I guess. That's what you got to see. you got to see the crowd numbers. I would more think of it as the next MPL team to win that competition gets the next expansion spot. But then you lead into that's what the NSL was. That's why they scrapped it because of the, you know, there's the ethnic backing towards a lot of these MPL teams. So it's fucking hard, man. Unless they just pick, I don't know, 10 NPL teams and say this is a new NSL. They have the sponsorships that throw everything into it. So that's your second tier. Yep. But. I mean, even then, it's really hard, like, because it's all about money these days, football. They're not going to be able to the quality. It'll be about development. You'd be able to develop better players, I guess, but I don't know. Look at us trying to fix the A-League. Most people probably don't care that much, but, hey. If you Most want to already finished off, but who cares? If you want to sport, sport an A-League team, I recommend the Newcastle Jets. Um, I'll be their manager. Hopefully, in the next, we'll announce that in the next week. Um, if you're listening, Jets, ready to sign that deal? Just saying. Um, but now they, they also have pretty good kits. That's another thing that we suck with in this country. Wanderers probably have the best kit, and that's their away jersey. So with the I, I, I really enjoyed their home kit last night. The Wanderers, uh, the um, yeah. home kit's quite nice as well. I do enjoy that. It looks all right, but I, I think your home jersey with the JV Sports is the best. Yeah. Away yeah. kit, sorry. Away kit is minty. Yeah, it's perfect. Shout out to my mate Chris who has it. I would get it just because of how good it looks, so. Well, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm more of a fan of just teams that don't have huge amounts of money. So the Wanderers, <laughs> Newcastle and the Mariners, just because I hate money in football. I see what it's doing. It's ruining it. So he says as his English Premier League club has Saudi money. But we have, we seem to have the best Saudi owner. He seems to be very inclusive of the LGBTQI community um, and is paying our women's players quite good wages. So you don't really see that in Saudi money. So. Um, other, than, other than that, I don't really know what else there is to say this year. My goal is you. We have somehow dragged this on to over an hour to fucking let people bring in the year with disgust and hatred for us as people and as yes. sports. Um, we'll other than that, debatable, but we'll try. We have Nick uh, Montgomery coming on. We have Monty, the Sheffield legend, coming on. We're gonna, I'm going to try to get some more A-League plays on. Those yeah, we're going to play in England. So let's reach out to the Wanderers, man. Let's see if we can get Dorans on. I reckon yeah, that's what Dorans, we should go with. Fox. Yeah, but I trashed him on this show, so yeah, good. it might not work. Yeah, but I, thought Booth, I thought Booth had cost me a chance of getting Nick Montgomery on because he went really quiet on Instagram. We'd been sort of discussing Sheffield United things, and then Booth trashed him on the last time Booth was on, and I'm like, oh, fuck, he's gone quiet now. He listens. But no, it's all good. He's just been with his family. We're going to have him on sometime in late January. Really, really excited for that episode. So keep an oh, eye yeah. out for that. Yeah, so, try yeah, and get, uh, we'll try and get – um obviously, uh, try and get – um. Some more players on. Um, yeah. Some more again, very updates as well. See how yes. they're all going. Yeah, we'll all get the, Adam on again. Adam, I'd like to get yeah. Gaffer on as well. So it would be nice oh, to get him on. But um, all the chairman, lunch lady, whoever we're yeah. asking for, for definitely Chris, want the would be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ed, Ed, with Nick Nick Montgomery coming on in the show, I, any guests that you want us to try and get, if you're a fan of the A-League as well, any A-League team supporters, fuck you, Bobby Walton. Don't you dare say anything about the MacArthur Bulls. Will murder you. I mean, they don't care about Campbelltown, so why is he happy? Like, <laughs> really? Campbelltown, that's all they've got. That's where we're from. But uh, yeah, fuck you, Celtic are not going to win. 
unlucky. But, uh, but any, any, any any questions anyone wants specifically asked to uh, Nick Montgomery or any guests we have on in the future, please hit us up on the socials. Uh, like, share, follow, do whatever you can. We, we enjoy this. Hope you enjoy as well. Um, give us a, a shout question. out. I'm going to start a poll question after each show. This week's show is going to be, should a fan in the stand with their team's kit jersey on still have the captain's armband on? That was something I, that I saw. I, kind of in. I say no. I say <laughs> yes. Uh, but was he full kit wanker? Did he have the socks and shorts on? I don't that's know. another questionable decision in, in amongst itself. Like, well, let's put it this way: we went out with uh, one of our mates last night as well. He not only had Wanderer's kit on, but he also had just oh, I just picked up these A League shorts. They had A League written all over them. They just happened to be red and black as well. <laughs> we'll so we went full kit. <laughs> I was meant to be at that game with you guys, but work yeah. got in the way. And so did COVID. Postpone like, a game because a bunch of Northern Beaches wankers have COVID. They don't go to football matches. They just don't. It's not rugby or rowing. Like, they don't go. Like, that's another story. Our overreacting shitty state government. So, other than that, thanks for being with us this year, guys. Um, we started, oh, geez, I don't know, four months ago now, maybe 24 episodes in now. I think we're going good. Obviously, our best episode was when we had Adam on. So shout out, Adam, if you're still listening, and our boys at Berry. Um, we're still very much passionate about you guys and what you're going through right now. Um, um, also, yeah, with the Berry, uh, T-Tronic, very pleased with her purchases from the Berry store. Uh, oh, yeah? Other, yeah she, uh, scarf and polo. Oh, so hell she, yeah. Yeah, Trace. Berry gear. Um, Did you get your stuff yet? No, I haven't. Really? <laughs> Me and Trace repping the Berry in Australia. Nuggets still waiting. Shareholder nuggets still waiting. <laughs> I'm a patient man. I mean, patient. it's worth it when you get it. Like, I, I have my hoodie up here today because it was pretty cold this morning and I love it. Like, it just feels nice, looks good. The jersey looks really good too. So, I'm probably going to order the away one in the new year. But yeah, I think that's it for us signing off for 2020. Yeah. Um, bring on 2021. Better year, brother. Mate, 2021. We took we'll the L. Yeah. We'll be more consistent this year. Next year, sorry. Well, we'll be more consistent this year. We'll be pumping out as many shows as we can this year till the end of it. So we're, we're going to, you know, achieve that goal. But next year we'll be regular once a week. Maybe we'll do a A League show once a month, standalone or something like that. So that you don't, you Premier League fans don't have to be bored by us. But no, it's been good. I enjoy doing this. It might not be a huge amount of fans, but those that are with us, it seems like the numbers are the same every week. So I really appreciate you guys sticking around. And you know, you'll be rewarded when we get better players on. I'm going to reach out rather optimistically to Premier League teams to see if we can get players to jump on. But, hey, you don't know if you don't try. So, yeah, we'll have a crack there. But other than that, that's all for me for 2020. As the sun is not really setting, but the storms are kicking in here. So, you know, Ooh, storm. Yeah, bring it, bring in 2021 with a fucking thunderstorm. Looking forward to it. Oh, I've enjoyed. Uh, thank, thank you, Jamie, for bringing me on eight episodes in. Would have been <laughs> earlier when my beloved Nottingham Forest did the absolute best bottle job of the century would have been fun <laughs> would have been really good but yeah i luckily had a tooth pulled that day so i couldn't fucking talk yeah, um that would have been, <laughs> been great but um yeah no thanks for having me on thanks for bringing me in uh thanks to everyone no for listening for this season um i'll say season we'll be back next week when it's a new year but we'll just say it's season one over yeah season one over yeah season booth, one, whatever it is we, we know you're listening booth answer the fucking messages get back on the show all right otherwise we're gonna just drop you we'll get, we Denby, back. We'll get Denby on. Like, <laughs> Nathan Booth, I miss you, mate. We do, man. We need we need you choking on your own rage. And City's been going good recently, so there probably wouldn't be much choking of rage. So other than that, that's us signing off for the year. Thanks for listening. As always, rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on our socials. Going to put the poll up when the show goes up later to this afternoon, slash tomorrow morning, wherever you're listening to it, America or the UK. Stay safe, guys, in the UK and America. Let's get through this. Let's we love you. And, yeah, we won't bury AFC back. That's really all we have. So, yeah, see you later. Thank you very much. Bring on the new year. Bye.